Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jenna, are we podcasting? Are we podcast- we're podcasting. We're, podcasting. we're super excited. So uh, we have basically our first, second. It's a, You are our second, but officially our first guest because we used a friend to try out having a guest on <laughs> and it we was, blew it. we blew it. We blew it. So basically why? Oh, why? she said three things because we just asked questions and then answered them, them for her. And it was like <laughs> we talked the entire time. So uh, tell us to shut up at any point if we are not letting you guys answer questions. Also, let's so introduce you guys- these lovely ladies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Jen's <laughs> going to give you her best daytime talk introduction. Uh, we'd like to welcome to the I'm Mom So Hard podcast the legendary Cat and Nat. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Do I? Should I go through? See, this is how new we are. No. Should I say like where we can find Cat and Nat? I don't think you should give them anybody's address if that's what you usually you're... do. That at the yeah, end. That's but at, we the end. at the end. end. All right. Yeah. Fine. At the end. Well, these these are the uh, the OGs of uh, Mom podcasting. Videos, comedy, comedy like they're they're multi hyphenates, if I may use that word. Um, moms, yeah, me neither. Hyphenates. It means you're it means you're badass bitches with a lot of like Hyphenates pieces of pie to your pie. Yeah, you guys have a lot, about- pie, you? a lot of pie. Are you? Hey, we were just talking about the old French kissing, and I was really into that. We can get mm-hmm. back to that. Yeah, but let's mm-hmm. do so the business first. Is uh, you guys. <laughs> I love all the sheets you have to go through to get there. You really, I, you know what? Due diligence at its, we're the same. What the fuck are you doing here? Who are you again? I'm trying so, well, I don't want to understate you ladies oh, at all. No, I think you did it. You said legendary. That was not for me. But you said also I love, like tightness. I love what Hi, you said it's... though. You said, um, okay, so they, they what, explain tightness. themselves. They bring <laughs> entertainment, understanding, community, and joy. And may I say it's to womanhood and, and motherhood. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Sure, thank you. Yes. It's a tricky question when people say like, if they don't know what you, what you do, what do you do? And I, I ask my, my kids all the time. And I was just actually on a field trip and I, I love asking kids what they do for their parents do for a living. Yes. Totally. It's the best. Oh, it's so funny. So then, and then I was sitting there across my son. I'm like, wait, what do you think dad does for a job? And then he was like, oh, he, uh, he makes merch, merch, merch. That's not what my husband does. And I said, what do I do? And he said, you're a comedian. I'm like, so nice of you to say what a compliment. He's like, that's right, right? I'm like, yes, tell everybody that we are comedians. I go, when in doubt, just say your mom's an author because some people, Mm. they think that's impressive, even though like we, anyone can, okay, not anyone can be an author, but you know what I mean? People can grasp that, even though we forget to talk that we wrote about books, but I mean, we wrote books. So I'm like, when, just when in doubt, if you like are in like a parent or a serious meeting and you don't want to say my mom's a shit show on the internet, right? say she's an author. 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 And then they go, what did she write about? 
My daughter just said to me today, and this is a memory burned in our children's brains. And we, we keep trying to redirect them because they say it the same way every time. And I don't know if they're like messing with us, which I assume, but they were with us on our first tour and we ended each show wearing our Spanx. And so one time we brought them to curtain call because the shows are rated and we didn't want them to hear us obviously talk shit Mm -hmm. about them. So we, we brought them to a curtain call so that they could see how it worked. And it just so happened we were in the Spanx when we were coming off set and Eleanor, my daughter was looking at us like, Oh God. And so then she went to school and told her teachers that um, mommy makes money wearing naked clothes and oh, she refers to them as naked clothes. And I'm like, here's what you don't know. I look better with these on yeah. than I do when I'm naked. So this <laughs> is like, this is a, this is a better choice for everybody, but yes, oh we gosh. get it. Having them define what you do is a very fun way of figuring out how my, they perceive you. In my favorite was the kid and he's just dead serious. Like the whole time, the whole trip. And he goes, um, my mom doesn't, my mom doesn't work. She just cooks for me. That's, That's hilarious. What did you do? What did you <laughs> How just say? dare you? And he put a chicken nugget in his mouth and he said, it doesn't work for me. Amazing. Like, oh, that poor woman. That's what that's what he thinks his mom does. Mine, mine think I do not cook for them, and that is accurate. That's accurate. I microwave <laughs> a little bit. So can we go back to I no. read you guys were, <laughs> okay, were um okay. You guys were friends in high school. Yep. Is and that then, true? No, it's all a lie. <laughs> I didn't love no. that. Golly gee, that's a long time ago. Not saying that, but I'm just saying like five years ago. That's a long, five years ago. Yeah. Becoming fast friends. Um yeah. uh, but what, then you you reconnected when you had kids. So tell us how yeah. that happened. Yeah. Because you know, in the time, you know, we were like, we're the Facebook babies. I'm sure you guys are too. When you like have Facebook was like the first thing where you like, um, it was when it became out of university and then you could like talk to your friends because it's yeah. off of university yeah. college thing. And I remember you would kind of follow like you, that's when you would upload a hundred pictures from your night onto like the Facebook reel. Yeah. Like you would upload your whole camera situation. Mm-hmm. And they're like, were, look how good my boobs look in this tank top. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. hope your ex-boyfriend is on there. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I, I and it. you would like update your status, Mary, like yeah. get engaged. Like, I'm dating it's someone. complicated. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So after high school, you know, we'd always stayed in touch, like seeing each other at bars, on bars, like, you know, kind of like passing, but we, I was, um, we reconnected right when I got pregnant and she had just had a baby or actually we reconnected right when she was pregnant and I was getting married. Like we started Mm -hmm. to go for lunch together and I didn't invite her to my wedding because she was pregnant and I had no pregnant before my wedding and apparently it was like the funnest most legendary wedding ever but I did tell her I was like because I was there and I I liked her and she was getting married and I was married and nobody was really married or having babies I was like you should just get a baby so we could you know because now I'd have a friend with a baby and And I was no and I was supposed to like you know take a year to like you were going to a wedding I was Sweden yeah the next year and I got pregnant I you know I didn't really think about it I was like let's just do it and then it just I was like oh shit it happened like one time and you're, it works, you know, no yeah. one really tells you it, it can happen quickly. It can, they, it can they happen you. before you get married. I just want you guys to know the math. It, it can happen. You can be five months pregnant at your wedding. Did you know that? Cause yeah, that's that was, how, yeah, my sister-in-law was for sure. It was great. Yeah. I was like, this dress doesn't make me look like a bell. It's fine. Oh my I'm not showing at all. 
Uh, yeah. So nine months later, I had a baby, and, and then I was she, like, "Thank God, let's do this thing." And then we had a play date, and literally never left. That was literally the end story. Like we had one play date, and then like again tomorrow, again tomorrow, again tomorrow, again tomorrow, and then that's it. And we would just stay together, like even do dinner and sometimes bath time together, and then oh. just like go home to put the kids to bed because we never wanted to be alone with the kids because it was like it's, it's so hard. scary. Now, when did you, uh, I'm sure you've been asked this a thousand times because we get asked this a lot too, but I think it is the like romantic, like meet cute of like, when did this thing, this friendship and this love become something that you put on the internet? How did that all come to be? Like, what was the first thing? 11 years ago, 11 years ago, we, you know, it started as like Facebook groups because we would do events in real life. So we would like actually do events in real, in real, in IRL, yeah. um, in real person. Sell tickets. Sell tickets. Bring, bring in experts. Like have fun. Oh, have cool. Cocktail. No kids. And no husbands. Uh, we, so everyone's like, oh, I wish you could come to my city. I wish you could come to my city. So we started live streaming 11 years ago out of a software out of Germany before like, like Instagram was just like a photography thing. Like nothing was really going, but we did it through a website and it, we would have like 300 people. And then it, we went watching when Facebook live became a thing, we were so naturally like, just like transitioned. It right was into transitional. Yeah. And, and you guys we would crush those. My God, you guys did those. Was there a time you were daily. doing one a day? Really? Yeah. Every day. Daily. Yeah. Just, we made it our job. With, without mean, getting paid. And then. so good. We, ironically, we got offered in, in Toronto where we live. <laughs> This is the best. You guys are going to appreciate this because you've toured before. A theater, like a really nice theater, is like we'll sponsor and pay you a lot of money, and to we'll give you the theater for free. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay you to come and do a show here, mm-hmm. and we're going to like we're going to stream it for you. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is just come and do a show. And we're like, okay, that sounds like fun. Yeah. So we it was like a maybe five hundred people. And then we thought we'd have a cocktail party after. Like we we got free booze, like sponsors. It was like a massive party. We thought it was like so much fun. Fast forward, we do our show. We have like it's mayhem. It's like strippers that start day one of our show. Like, you know, we like, we like have like all of these entertainment acts and that are like, let's go and like have a cocktail party, like out into the lobby with everybody. Because we didn't really think about like who had bought the tickets. We, I mean, we just kind of thought they would just be like, just like us. Like it would be no, it would be yeah, no difference. Yeah. We just like, we'd go out there and party with them. And we walked out and we got fucking mobbed, like mobbed. Like we, the say, security, we didn't even have like a security, we had nobody. And somebody's like, <laughs> and then the security guard literally grabs us by our things. Is like, you can't go out there. We're like, what? It was so weird. It our families weird. were like, what? is this and we were like what is this like why are why are, do they feel this way for us you know and it really yeah. made you stop and think like what these people that you don't even know are like so excited to see you yeah so we're like maybe we'll do a show and then our agents wme were like well you guys have done one show try a few more which we did on our own called like um, yeah, they're like, don't get fancy, ladies. We called Wilbur. I'm like, can we do a show? They're like, yeah, our little tiny team of like two interns and us put on a fucking show. We walked out without mics. Her husband's like, you guys don't have mics. We're like, put the back <laughs> on. And then we went to Red Bank and they both sold out in like, uh, like fucking 12, like so fast. And our agents are like, 
I guess you're ready for a show. We're like, okay. So naive, like so naive, not understanding the beast of touring or like everything we've done. We've been really inexperienced and kind of just been like, looks like fun. And then um, we just kind of end up in situations because we don't know much. And then you say yes. And here we are on our, like, I feel like 200th show or something going back out on tour in March. I don't like, it just seems to be a very, um, organic which is such a cheesy thing but i think when you don't know a lot and you don't overthink it kind of grows on its own if that makes don't sense. you think because of that because of your nature to be like that don't you think that's like a great way for like other ladies that are like trying to do anything that like clearly you're not like you know what the goal is perfection you're like mm-hmm. you know what this seems like fun. We're going to throw it up and see what sticks. And also you are yeah. moms. So you're, you're obviously your focus is on other things most of the time. So then you just have this mm-hmm. like sort of pseudo bravery to like go into something, not knowing, because if you did know, yeah. if you did know, you probably wouldn't have done it. Wouldn't you, do would be, it. you would be yeah. like, Oh my God, it has to be perfect. We have yeah. to think it through. Guys, I think that we, happened to us all the time. We, we thought the amount of money we made, we didn't take out expenses. Like we didn't think about the expenses. Like, you know, I'm like, well, God, we made so much money. And then someone finally is like, actually, you guys, like, you have to take out what you spent to get there. And we're like, oh, right. Oh, that was like, that number's not that impressive. Like, I you still don't like to think about that. Yeah. No. It's just, we were really, and I, I really, it's not to diminish because touring is such a hard job. And it's it such a big job. And for <clears throat> comedians, because, you know, I think we're funny. I don't think we're comedians. TJ thinks so. I know, but like comedians who write shows and then go to like, um, like in practice and do improv, like that is your innermost vulnerability on a stage where we get to go really, we're hosting a night out rather. And we get to have best friend conversations, but I really do, um, admire people like you guys who have an actual show where you have practiced it and go out and it's not easy. Like it is, Uh -uh. it is, it's a, fucking talent that we don't have oh, but we're great at pouring champagne on ourselves and popping <laughs> that shit and strippers and confetti and fire and fun i want to i want to hear more about this too because i've heard about the strippers our friend julie went to one of your shows and she was oh. like they, they got strippers like what yeah. how, how do you incorporate them into the your lap or how do you is do it, it? better if yeah. we show up to a show and will they dance on us is it like i'm just, just because i mean a friend yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, if you guys came to a show, they would definitely dance on you because we would pull you up. But um, we always just wanted to design the show to be like, you know, moms don't get to go out that much and, and don't get to have that much fun. So what would, what would if we were to go out one night and have everything that we love and that is so fun and we can forget about everything, what would it be? So we added all those elements and then, of course, strippers. Yeah. You know, because that's just the ultimate, like, hilarious, like, you know, men that aren't your husband with their clothes off being sexy and they have muscles. And and so they do it. They do a They do a show for us because, of course, we want to show. For Wait, strippers. do they go on the road with you? Do they carry your luggage? Do they wear tight they clothes? They come on the bus with us. The, they See, go on the, the bus children? with you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do they get yeah. annoying? Like, no, is that the no. thing? Does the allure go away? They're no. like family. Oh, now you know them so well. Some of, like we, so we really did curate like a group of them that became like, we've had some of them for like, we're going like, I feel like six years, which just blows my mind. But we've had one 
from day one and he is from the Bronx and he like our kids know him, they FaceTime them. They're like, Romeo. And like, he's so good. He, uh, he, his girl, his girlfriend has come on the road with us. Like really when you get to know people's story and you know, they are, they choose to be strippers. This is not like, like he's like, I love stripping. He also does real estate, but he loves stripping. (laughs) You're stripping on two different jobs right there. Yeah. So it's not like I want to know how hot he is. That's all. He's very hot. Like women go crazy he's ripped he's got he's well endowed um <laughs> she gets real weirded out by dongs i love it i love it you have to see it in the pants you know good yeah. god the oh dong. my god the donger yeah so and our husbands know they come with us and they know them and like they're sort of like now we're like like we we were like which one would you choose and they're like neither you two are disgusting you know so yeah yeah for us is not the same as it is for women because they're fun. You know, they give you permission to have fun. Mm-hmm, let live. Yes. Like our, our shows are really just about permission to have fun and let go. And we've been in such a pressure cooker for so long that like, just to let go and permission, that's all it is. When you see women having fun, like, yes. Oh, I want to do that right now. Oh, I felt that. Yes. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> When, soon. when you all started doing, well, more so like when you found each other again and we're like, you kind of like spent all of this time together. And then you were saying that first show that you did all of these, like women who were just like you, can you like describe what the special sauce was like between the two of you that you were able to like spread to the other women? Guys, this has been years. I have tried to find this, this reason why I literally have spent years. And before we go on stage, like Natalie, why are they here? And she's like, gather and stop it. I'm like, don't say that right because before I go out there. You know, you want to know because um, oh, yes. you want to know so you can you can actually like give it to them why they're there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if this is right or if I'm like correct on this. Long story, I ended up at a DMV for a car accident and there was two men in front of me and they had this relationship that was so intimate. I knew they weren't lovers, okay? But the way they were taking care of each other made me watch them. And I was like, I was obsessed with watching them and the way they talked to each other. It's like, I'm not leaving you until we get this thing. It's like, no, buddy, go home. It's good. And they, just the way they were talking and this, this relationship was like, un, like you just couldn't help but watch it. So I finally like, okay, give me your story. So they were cops. And they had been cops together for like 30 years and they had spent every day together. And I go, are your wives jealous of each other? They go, yeah, they are because the way they could connect. And I feel like when I watched them, they made me feel like there was good in the world because it was such a pure relationship of just like, you know, I think that what we do is we give people a feeling of that, you know, things are okay because- I really do think that when you see us, it's it, it brings comfort to people in a really weird way, and I don't know what that is other than well, a lot of the a lot of them say, you know, like I used to have a friend like that, but I moved away, or she died, or whatever, or I have a friend like that, and you remind me so much of my best friend, or I haven't found that yet, but I really hope to find that. But in the meantime, watching you guys makes me feel like I have a friendship, just yeah. being a part of the world. And then the younger kids, like TikToks, all like. I, I want, like, I think we give hope. It's kind of like when you used to watch the wedding story before you got married on TLC or like the baby story. It's like, you want to see what's your future. So I feel like there's like different stages that are watching. And 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 kids, you know, like being a grown up and like thinking about all that when you're young, you're like, it's probably not going to be any fun. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. see us still having fun and they're like, oh my God, like I let, 
they tag their friends. I'm going to be like, this is what we're going to be like. And we're not sneak into our show, you guys. And they're 15 years old. They pretend they're older. And then they, they try to, they wait for us by the bus after all the TikTok ones. And then they're standing there. And I'm like, as a mom, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting on this bus and I'm not putting you in. Like I'm, you have to get in a cab or you I have to watch you get home because I'm not leaving you as in a parking lot yeah. at 15 years old. You know what I mean? Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. So yeah, no, it's crazy. That's like, crazy. That's appropriate show for you. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, Jenny. Hey, Kristen. Oh, man. We're heading into spring cleaning. We're heading into spring everything. And I couldn't be more excited to talk about bowl and branch to boot. What makes you feel like fresher and lighter than a good night's sleep on nice, clean, super soft, luxurious sheets? Nothing. I mean, Bowl and Branch brings it. And I don't know what magic they have in these sheets, but they get softer as you wash them. And I honestly, there's nothing I enjoy more than knowing at the end of the night, I get to pull back my comforter and just squeeze into this delicious bed that feels like it's someone giving me like a horizontal high five. That sounds sexy, but so are Bowl and Branch sheets. It's true. It's You can feel the quality immediately. Immediately, okay? That's right. I'm telling you, if you don't think that we know what we're talking about, there have been thousands of positive reviews. They're the best-selling sheets. They feel incredible on night one, and they get softer with every wash. They feel buttery soft, even super breathable, so they're perfect for warm months ahead, and they are loved by millions of sleepers. Get this. There are over 11,000 five-star reviews. Yeah, they're 100% organic cotton, and they're completely free of toxins. And I feel like you can tell. You're going to be able to tell yes. right away. They have a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month if you don't love them, but you will. You can send them right back. Here's one thing I'm going to tell you that's really fun is we are renew- we are redoing my daughter's bedroom. We're switching bedrooms for her so she has a big girl Ooh. bedroom. And the first thing we're going to do is get some bowl and branch sheets so she can every night feel very special getting into her bed. I really just hope that it also helps her want to make her bed. But look, as long as she sleeps in that delicious thing, that's all that really matters. You know, you can also get her uh, a bowl and branch blanket now that they have. They're like these cloud-like duvets, fluffy pillows, mm. so many more things. She's very, very lucky. And there's all sorts of colors and there's all sorts of prints and it's just very beautiful. And it really does feel like you're doing yourself a real favor. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code HARD at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code HARD. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Kristen. Yo, Jen. As you know, we both, uh, we'll talk about on the show, we spend a lot of time in the car with our kids. We're currently California moms and all the driving that goes along with that, that's a lot of driving. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. We're either at school drop-off, pick-up, weekend trips, doctor visits to soccer. You're going somewhere. You're always in the car. There's weekend trips. There's club sports, whatever it is, it usually has a driving requirement. Upon hours and sometimes good ones and sometimes not so. Uh Uh-huh. And sometimes there's other ones. 
Yeah. Well, we've all been there. I know for my gang, one of the hardest parts in my car ride is deciding what we're going to listen to, like something we can all mm-hmm. agree on. Like no judgment here, folks. A lot of parents have basically surrendered to AirPod life. As long as you don't hear F-bombs, you're like, whatever. I know. It's just easier. I get it, but... Right. We want to tell you about a new podcast called Wild Interest that has something for all of us, even me, so we can all enjoy listening together as a family. Wild Interest? What's that about, Let Jenny? Let me tell you. It's hosted by kids. And the shows are about whatever the kids are interested in. So great. Like anything from science to history, interviews with NFL quarterbacks. I'm into that. And they mix in jokes, riddles, fun. That sounds fun. I know, right? It's very fun. The best part is the hosts are my kids' age, so they can totally relate. That's very cool. I can't relate, but I'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Because they're enjoying it. That's right. Give it a listen. You won't regret it. You'll learn something and your kids will love it. Find Wild Interest anywhere you get your podcasts. Well, let me, I just real quick. Can you guys tell us the ages of your kids? Um, you each so have four? Four and three. three. They're three all between seven, seven and 13. Seven and 13. You seven have a 14. And 14. Seven and Somebody 14. just French kissed for the first time. That's your daughter, right? Me. And then you have a, you have, you, have, who has four? Me. I got the girl and I have three boys. Oh my God. And then you have it's three. So much. It's so much. I didn't, I didn't think about it. You know, I thought about having babies and I just banged them out really fast. And then I like literally, living in that literally. world. Yeah. Literally. And then I was just living in that world. I mean, you know, you never, you can't possibly know what it's going to be like to have like four big people in the house. Yeah. Uh, here I am. And we, I mean, it's just like motherhood, right? You just learn, you have to learn as you go. But yeah, I never, I didn't picture, I, like I, I pictured them older, like out of the house, out. like adults. Yeah. But I didn't picture them now. I, I, my son is 12 and he's starting to look like, I can see like what he's going to look like as like a young man. And it freaks me out. But also this is the first time ever I've had these thoughts because he's been a little bit of a, um, Asshole. Asshole lately. And I say that with love because he has been rude and he's definitely trying to like I, draw lines I in the sand. Because I was there yesterday. Yeah, he when was it being a super not that word. And yeah. uh I and I yeah, I used many words. And so I rem- I thought to myself for the first time ever, I was like, Oh, this is why moms say, I can't wait for you to get married because then you're her problem. Like I can't wait for you. Like I'm in the phase now where my kids and also his size, he's big. He (laughs) takes up space. My daughter's almost 10. She's getting big. She takes up space. My husband's big. He takes up space. So what was like this compact family of four that felt like you could sort of live inside of a Honda Civic? We now need like an RV. It's crazy. Just literally (laughs) mass. So I cannot imagine having Mm. four, but I could. Because I'm would, Irish Catholic. Yeah, I would love but to. I, yeah. uh, two feels like two two kids and two dogs for me is feels like a mess. Two dogs. It's a lot of bodies. And and they're not done growing. And their dad is 6'4". So they wow. are going to, yeah. And like, you know, two of them share a room. And they're small now. But like, they're going to be really big. That one it's maybe just, not. Just a crazy thing to think about. Yeah. Can I, can I just say a thing that we're dealing with in our house this last week specifically is everyone's feet smell like we're not in like puberty yet but it's genetically my fault because I have really stinky feet but like every room of our house that has a pair of shoes in it is like 
disgusting. And I wasn't prepared for that entering motherhood. There's just like, we're from Canada. Do you know what that means? Hockey bags. Do you know what hockey smells like? My daughter walks into the rink and she's like this, I'm going to barf because it, all it is, is gross man smell. And the girls like their gloves. They take their gloves off. It like smells up the whole car. It's so bad. I actually, I was, I've been waiting. I I don't want to tell you. I think I just figured this out this weekend. Okay, go ahead. That um, I've been smelling my second son underarms. Cause, yes, you told me. Yeah, yeah. And I went and okay, not never nothing. I was doing it all summer. Yep. Trying to smell for the bo smell. Like I mean, he thinks he's got stinky farts and stinky feet, but he hadn't gotten the bo. And I, he was playing mini sticks downstairs, and he came up, and I was like this could be the moment. I'm like, I smell something. And I put my nose in his armpit and he had that real BO smell. And then I did it to the little one and he did too. And I'm like, okay, everybody. <laughs> Settle down now. We've everybody, all got BO. So no like, wonder like, no, need a show. no wonder they need a show to go out and just see stuff. Cause we're smelling armpits, armpits. just to see yeah. like, like we do smell tests just to make sure everybody's clean. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know yeah, how many no, times I've picked up clothes and been like, Oh yeah, that's bad. Like I, why would I do that to well, myself? The seven-year-old, that's going to be like a different, like evolutionary beast because he's got to survive, right? He's the youngest. Like, mm-hmm. have you, are you just like, you're on your own mine. buddy? So my, mine is, she's a girl. So mine's a baby, the seven-year-old. She's the youngest yeah. of all of them. And she's a, yeah, she is a different, um, she's, she is one to be reckoned with. She is oh boy. fierce. She, actually, the, all of them are afraid of her. Like all of them collectively <laughs> are afraid of, I don't know. Do you guys have any seven-year-old girls over there? I have a seven-year-old girl. I was going to say she's a dirty hippie. She smells terrible. And she like, you don't want to cross her because she will. Yeah, they're, they're, I abominably like fuck with you. Yeah. They're a new breed where they're just mm-hmm. so calm. And like, like they're not afraid. It is the the little girl of like, like the little princess girl. Go, I have not yeah. seen that in a long time. I couldn't believe it. She walked into my house for Super Bowl. Cat was um, at her brother's house, and she walked in without any of her family. I had adults, people over. She walked right into my house, <laughs> sat down beside my mom, and just started chatting. My mom's like, she talked more to me than her oldest daughter ever has yeah. in like one <laughs> sitting she's not a sweetie pie there's no like sweetie cutie pie no she's like a but woman she's really cute just really yeah. fun she's not well like- that comes with being the youngest too i think you just get like handled yes yes mm. you do yeah because i'm the oldest I'm the oldest and it gives me so much joy, even with my adult siblings. Like they'll send through on our like family text some super stupid thing. And I can't wait to weigh in on it. It's like like my <laughs> like sister. A new job or oh no, my sister no. sent this. It was my parents' 50th anniversary, and my youngest sister, who God love her, has so many feelings. And she <laughs> She like sent through a, a a voice or a, a video to my parents wishing them 50th anniversary, happy 50th. And it was like so syrupy and like, oh my gosh, I just want to say how much I love you Typical as a parent. child right here. I love you so much. You've been such, you're such a good representation of a strong relationship. Oh, and so then I sent a video message and it was just me singing the rose as awful <laughs> as I can as I... Like, um, some say love. No, no, no. <laughs> and that's so my, good. I could literally tell that my sister was like in her room having like a full, like five-year-old tantrum at 41 years old. She's like, I don't know what that Like she's just that's- so, it gives me such joy. But they're, oh they're also, they're far apart in age. So she counts as like an only child yeah. too. So, well, Matthew's four years younger than me, and then well, Megan—he's middle, so we don't middle. Matthew, yeah, middle, 
whatever. Middle of like just yeah. Like, My brother sends another Nerf gun to our house. I'm gonna I'm gonna just. They're kind of fun though. No, I just threw all. So of fun, them but out. we have one million, and I find those damn bullets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and they're so expensive. Those bullets, they're, you know, they're not giving yeah, they're them so away. So expensive. I and know. Also, they think they can just throw them away after one use. I'm like, what do you think? We're billionaires. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're doing exactly. that. Um. Okay, I have a fun. I have a funny question. Oh, you do? Oh, you, okay. Can I ask a no, funny I, question? No, mine are businessy questions. So you ask. Oh, can I? Have, I was no thinking food. about you guys because there's not many duos out there, and I think it's really right. fun to talk to another duo. So I yes. was like, you guys are like work wives, the same and friend wives, the same as we are. Because like I make yeah. the joke that like if you found my phone and you looked at my photos, you would be like. What a nice lesbian couple. She is so yeah, in love yeah. with her wife. Yeah. Who's the random guy? One every 75 yeah. pictures with the beard. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's totally. so, so obviously traveling together, touring together, get being together all the time. You get to know each other so, so well. Um, how, what would you say, like, Kat, what would be the thing that you know that Nat would be the most annoyed by like if you were going to run interference for your friend you're like this thing's gonna make her crazy what would that be and vice versa okay sometimes it's like people um that that I know annoy her people like when people talk too long like if it's like you know like it's like the she does not like she'll just hang up on you she's like okay thanks guys and like she'll be in charge of the zoom call and everyone's like uh and then it just goes or like when she emails like what is this and then I'm like good morning like I have to go and like don't worry because people really get offended by you know sometimes like the the not the nice like you know if you're not like hi how are you abrupt she's abrupt abrupt yeah no niceties yeah, when someone's like talking, you also know never leave me alone with a man. Yeah, yeah, unless it's a stripper. Um, <laughs> and then but, leave me alone. Yeah, out. yeah, but no, yeah, she doesn't. But you've gotten better with that. Before, she wouldn't even take an elevator if a man was in the elevator. I'd have to go in with her. So, yeah, talking too much is really annoying for her. And, and what about for you? Hmm. Mm. Shitty hotel. Oh my god. But I just run my own interference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she won't stay at a shitty hotel, which is really score for me. I can't. I can't. Why I can't do it. should you? No, you shouldn't do that. I just you really went into it. And she was Listen. like, because they put the whole team up at this hotel. And then she walked in and she yeah, was like. like small, some of the small towns. There's not a lot yes, of Yes, we've I been. I, 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 she's like, no. So I'm like, well, I feel bad if we leave. And I walked in and, and I then, saw people no, care on the bed. No, no, that was, that was nothing. Place. <laughs> oh, that was another, that was when we were in England on tour and we got an Airbnb for the whole team. Cause you know, that'd be oh, a great fun. way to save money. And then she saw a hair and she's like, we're out. And we left them all behind. But the one time she's like, no, I can do it. It's, it's fine. And then I just looked at her face. I go, we, we can go. We got to go. Yeah, I definitely was already paid for. And I was like, I'm fucking out. I can't, I'm, I mean, you know what? I'm not doing this. You and know, get the best people, being on the road is such a tough thing. And there are these creature comforts that you get to know. And like, we try to stay at the same hotel chain because I don't want to learn a new remote. Like I mm, want to oh, go okay. in and have, like, we like having a bar at the hotel. We like, because yes. when you're away from your family and you're away from the things, you know, you want those things to be there. So I, we are a, 
agree on the hotel thing. I feel like there's been some hotels where I walked in and I was like, my carpet is literally wet. Not like, Hey, this has just been cleaned. Like there's been a, a leak in plumbing and yeah. it's like sopping wet. There was the cat pee. There was hotel, the cat pee hotel. We, we did. We, we left that yeah. one. Like there's been a couple where I'm like, oh. I'm 100% sure that that is investigator tape around that it room. Like dead body. <laughs> and yeah. not an elevator and four flights up and it's in Atlanta and we're leaving. So so we've definitely done that. I think Jen runs interference for me. And she's always like, hi, can I get an extra hotel key, please? She loses every hotel key. And I also, uh-huh. I feel like I need to say to the person checking us in, like, that it's not going to be by an elevator <laughs> situation, is it? Because she. Oh, you hate elevators. Here's everything. I don't do well with a lot of noise. Why I'm, don't you have a sound machine? Why don't you bring a sound machine? Because I like to be a. Uh, uh, somebody that has something to complain about, and no, she has. She's not a good sleeper. So I'm not she a has great sleeper. Plugs. She has like her. I'm like high strung. I'm ADHD as hell. So like, you, wait, you haven't have like what have you tried? There's so many options. We for have you. so many drugs. What do you mean? Oh, drugs? Really? All of them. All of them. Like and the I wish blueberries. I wish pot extra. worked, but it just makes me feel she like thinks- I think everybody's gonna try to kill me, and I get yeah. really cold <laughs> and really paranoid. And I've oh, I, I ate pot during a show once, and I was like. Well, this won't kick in um, immediately, but it did. But it did. And then shut up. How much fun was that? Not at all. I wanted to hide under the table in 11 minutes. Jen looked at me and she goes, just keep going. Just keep going. Because like, oh my God, I love this. We need to do this. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. It was accidental. If you both do it, that's one thing. But she had done it. It was like a pot brownie that she ate out of somebody's purse. And it was she ate a lot of the brownie. And we know because our tour manager, who's like Brady Bunch, he's Obviously, that's a guy that smokes a lot of pot. He yeah. was like, you ate a lot of that. Yeah. He's like, you're going to be really wait, high. Wait, you did it before a show knowing there was pot? No, no. I did it during the Halfway show. Halfway through. We Why? Did they, they gave it to you and you're like, this is fine. I'll eat it live. We have a thing in our show where we go through the women's bags. And okay. so I went through a bag. And and obviously, if you eat the food, it's really fun. And so I found a bag of, of brownie. People have food in their bag. And All of them. I'm like, a whole like like a take home sandwich and yeah. stuff. They, We've and eaten everything, everything, and we pile drive it. It's the my favorite. We have a woman storm the stage once because we ate her a piece. Of, I ate her um, her like carrot, carrot cake, cake from Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, and she'd been saving up her Weight Watchers coins, and so she was going to so eat it later. Yeah. And so I just when I say I ate it, and I could see her running towards the stage, I ate it like I was trying to. Yeah. We gave her money. We gave her money. I gave so her twenty bad. bucks in yeah. cash, and I had like. All of the cream cheese frosting all over oh my, my mouth. God, but yeah, I love that. So I devoured a brownie thinking it was so funny. And I was looking at the group of women and they saw me eating it and they had their hands on their head. And I was like, it's just a brownie. I've had Cheesecake Factory cake. This is better. This isn't better. It tastes weird. And so then Jen smelled it and was like, oh God. And then Brady was like, oh God. <clears throat> and this is halfway through the show. Yeah, we went to intermission and he's like, you might have a couple minutes before it kicks in. And then she was like, uh, like how many minutes? He goes, 20. So she immediately goes, has it been 20 minutes? And I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Oh, shit. What did you feel like? I felt like, woo, woo, woo. you know, when you look at an audience and you sometimes, I don't know if this ever happens, but Jen's super funny and I can listen to the same bits over and over. And sometimes I forget myself. I forget that I'm <laughs> we uh, both I'm, do that. Like we're watching TV and like we're watching okay. each other. And then I'm like, oh wait, I think that's my I'm my line. And I'll <laughs> yeah. look at her sometimes and I'll go, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Right now. <laughs> I love so, that though. 
So I, she was doing this really funny bit. It's, and it's really cool. Cause I can see her like silhouette and because I'm from behind. And so I can see all the people, all the women watching and I've got smiles. So I'm like having this moment and I'm high as fuck. And I'm like behind. So I just kept like shrinking back. All of a sudden I found myself behind the, the cocktail table that we have. And I never <laughs> do that. And I had my hands on the table and I was like, Oh no, they're all that looking at me. That sounds like a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And then I started I got super cold and I was like, uh-oh, here we go. And then I just, everybody knew I was high. My eyes looked like someone had like put like ocular, they were like so dark. You should have barked. I don't know, on stage? Oh. Then yeah. afterwards, I just had my head on the couch. Like like we had to do a meet and greet of and, oh, and take no. pictures. And I was like, my, like my, literally the photos are fantastic. Did you, you can't tell even, everyone you were high? They all, so know many, all she, of them. She has no they were waiting for it. Absolutely has oh, no God. like poker face, whether she's high or not, but she would come up to me fully mic'd and be like, I, I think I'm kicked in. Yeah. Like during the show. I'm acting like I'm high. It was pretty funny. And then we had a three minute costume change where, um, that happened in Vegas. Though. That happened in Vegas. This happened twice because I ate cookies once and I ate brownie yeah. once. Well, but the cookies were hard to tell. But we, we, <laughs> yeah, they didn't smell like pot. they didn't smell like pot. And that one, I thought, oh, I'm fine, and I was fine until like two minutes before the show was over. And that's right when we do this big costume change where we put on '80s workout clothes. And so I was in the back, and normally, you know me, because I'm high strung, I like. I take great pride in doing a two minute costume change in 15 seconds. So I like took off all my clothes and put it on. And then this one, I was like, isn't this cool what we do? It's yeah. neat to be oh here. <laughs> like, Jen's like trying to get her shoe on. Like, yeah. you know, it'd be fun. Yeah. You know, it'd be what neat. if you like, take a trip? What like, if we just got all these women on a cruise ship? And, yeah, and yeah. Jen is like bent over going, put your foot in these pantyhose. It was like, like dressing a baby. It yeah. Was, she was oh, even, that's so much fun. Oh my God. You guys should just do one high. That would be so fun. No, man. No. No. I can't. It's in my heart races. I think well, we, we do. Well, so this is a, maybe an interesting question. Do you guys get nervous before you do oh. the shows? Because, I mean, you do feel the you pressure of like, I you want to like take care of these women and give them a good time. You want to kind of get drunk. Yeah, we kind of drink before. Oh, yeah. like a little bit. Like, never wasted. Just like we no. like it. I'd rather be like a little bit drunk for everything I do in my life, but I have to drive the car. So I don't yeah. like, I, I would love to be a little bit drunk right now. Totally. And if I'm, we're going to go out and have fun and, and be in front of all those people and they're going to be a little bit drunk, we should be a little bit drunk too. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't get nervous. You know, I, I will say that again, we're really, Probably what if I was so we're really, I feel very fortunate because we don't have um any training or like background in having to perform like you do now. We get to, we, well, we get to show up as like friends and people are just really there for like, and we, it's kind of like we're hosts for the evening right. of like men. Now men come, men are like, I won't yeah. come to that too. So it's sort of like if they're, they're, um, uh, they're just like, uh, they're so they're there for a good time. If we don't give them a good time, we're shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. We're with, with like a, like laughter and fun and we have a lot of segments and, um, I think, we are who we are online. We don't have to be something different. So we get to be us. And if we fuck up, they love it more. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I think we've could... been to like 20 shows, maybe 30 shows. Like oh my God. That's amazing. We feel, yeah, we, have, we definitely feel like for us, cause we're, we do have a, a writing background and we, we like, mm -hmm. we yeah. like that process and we like, mm -hmm. um, getting to curate like 
the the show in a certain direction but then a lot of our show is also crowd work and talking to the ladies and i think i think both of us all share the fact that like there's nothing better than when you look out and you just see like a bunch of women that are there just to have a good time and be with each other yeah like i yeah. always wish we could take some really baller like photograph that like like wasn't dim because of the theater and just show all of them laughing. Cause I'm like, you would look at yourself and know how beautiful you are in this moment. Cause there's nothing mm-hmm. sexier than a woman who's in the middle of like a really hard laugh and mouth open and skin <laughs> is red. I'm always like, yeah. that's the goal, man. Like it's not your size. It's not your makeup. It's not your hair. It's that moment. And I just wish, I think that's what feels good about the audience mm-hmm. the most. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And you know, you guys know the audience dictates a show too. Like you yes. just know, you know, like if you can get them, then you've got them. But like sometimes they're there to listen. Some like we've been at some shows where they're on their feet. Like, like we've been like, and we have a DJ on stage with us too, but they're like fucking mm-hmm. on their feet so loud and we're like trying to talk and they just want to party. Literally stopped and been like, fuck it, all right. Let's, let's turn the music. Play another up. song, let them dance and drink some more. And and so we just have to go with like kind of what they want. Like we're kind of like, like Choose your own adventure. Ooh, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so now I'm going to ask businessy kind of questions mm-hmm. that I prepared, and mostly because I just think these are genius, and I wrote them down. So that's why I'm. <laughs> you thought so, your questions were genius? Yeah, 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 I, no, yeah. I, I, was, I said to Kristen, I was like, I think this is a really good question. Yeah, it is a good question. It's because we, you it know, made you me get, think. You get asked a lot of the same things. So you're you're successful in so many. You're multi hypeness, which means you have a pie and it has many pieces of. The pie. I thought you said hypeness. I thought you called this multi hypeness, and I was like, oh, I fucking love that multi hypeness too. Also, so you have that, but you have your authors, your podcasters, your performers, your. I want to talk about your website too that you guys just started, your subscription website. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're business women and you're very successful. So I, here's my question that I think are so genius. Okay. okay. What daily practice or habit do you have that you attribute to your success? Like from each of you, I want to know this because a lot of times you get asked, you're just like, ah, How'd I'm a hard worker or, you know, like, but what's a thing you do it? Like you said, you made making videos your job, like making the live your job. So what do you make sure you do every day that gets you achieving success? We, we have no process. I think that. <laughs> No, I really do think that's it because I think that you just go, um, we have a great team who were, I mean, we just recently both started getting medicated and our team sort of knew our, um, we're like this, this, let's go. And then we have people help us execute it. We were like a lot of idea driven people. And I think um, she is really good at something. I'm really good at some things. And then we never cross over. Like, it's like, that's your domain. That's my domain. And I think that we just don't think too hard. And I know that's such a shitty answer, but like, we don't think we don't overthink anything. And I don't know if that's something you can learn or if that's something that you just are, you lived, live with. But like when someone's like, what's your biggest failure? I'm like, we literally can't think of what it would be because it's not, it's, I know that's so cliche, but we don't see things as failures. Just like, all right, which way do you want to go now? I really do feel like our life is kind of like, here, let's go here. Let's go yeah, here. Just what did you want to go there? My failures from beginning to I, I can, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll and and the other there. thing that I think like for a lot of other opportunities that have um, come our way, well, number one, like if we have, uh, if we have like an idea or we want to re- talk to somebody or do something, we just 
we, we don't follow protocol. We just like go to that person. We ask for that thing. And turns out, you know, everyone, everyone we try to teach our kids this too. Like everyone's just a person, right? And you, if you want yeah. something, just ask for it. They might say no, but if you don't ask or you take six months to decide to go for it, then, and then you find out it doesn't work out, then that's a total waste of your time. But the other thing we do is we have no we, patience to wait for things, no. right? Like we don't have to go. We don't have the patience. We want the answer now. Like, we just started with microphones this year on our podcast. We used to just do it on our phone in the car. And I think we're on like, we're like 21 million downloads from an iPhone that we did on Rec, REC, a free app. And then we, our podcast network was like, you guys should really like maybe consider like, like maybe getting a little bit better sound. And then like, nah, nah. And then finally we're like, fine. But it was like, it's like we tried so many times like to like make a studio and like officially do something and it never worked. And then finally the time was just right. And the space was right. And we, we could do it in, in this studio, which is literally her basement, basement. playroom, like ping pong table, workout, everything around I, us. I think we make our job fit into our life mm-hmm. rather than us fit into a job. And I think mm. that you know, blessing and a curse because, you know, our kids, are often home when we're doing things They we are off with them on summer and holidays. And rather than being like, Oh, we're going to work. You'll hear them upstairs screaming, but like, we've just stopped apologizing for having children. And we stopped apologizing for like taking calls on the road or like in an airport. Like we just, we don't like have to have a designated time for much. We're like, we'll just make it work. Like, it's not going to be perfect, but do you want this? Yes or no. And I think it's kind of the same. And it's the same people that we were when we met in ninth grade, like mm. just, just, there might be rules that other people follow and, but that just doesn't work for us. So we got to make our own. Um, and the only thing that we have, we do do, and we always have done. And why I think we have a lot of opportunities come to us and people trust us is that we're consistent. We say yes to things so often. We'll just be like, sure, sure. We can do that. Sure. We can be there. And we always, we always do the work. Like we always deliver, even though we're all over the place, we always, we always deliver what we need to deliver on time and well. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Oh yeah. Okay. That's well, I do think just to like maybe say what you don't realize is so cool about you guys is that you are taking risks every day. Like some people don't give themselves permission to fail or to like put Mm -hmm. something up. Like we'll get a message and I'm sure you do from a woman who's like, I want to do this thing. Do you have any advice? And we say, just do it. Like you exactly. We'll figure it out. But I think um, that's awesome that you you ladies do that. Like maybe you make other women and all of your fans feel like I can just try it. I can fail. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like define me. Failing is I've done it so many times and it's it feels bad, but it's not like forever. No, no exactly. like, it doesn't last that long. It doesn't, doesn't last, last that, that long. long. I it, mean, no. I've, I failed at a Botox thing recently, and that's taking a what? long time. But I'm, I'm no. ready. For, it's not wearing off. Yeah, I got Where a weird. Is it? 
I got a weird Botox on each side of my lip, lip to not a lip flip, just to stop my lip from being so gummy when I yeah. smile. I just got it last week. Oh, I don't like it on me. It's changed my smile. And she's, I feel like I have she's a Cheshire cat yeah, grin. Like, so that's no. a big fail for me. I know. No, Four so more I months, got I got to wait. I got a lip flip once where she put the Botox here and I did, I was smiling weird. I couldn't drink from a straw. I didn't like the way my face was moving, but this, I'm pretty, uh, this one works for me. I like it. I think what I didn't know is that I have a stronger thin lip up top than I knew. So now I'm like, and it just, (laughs) I'm not happy. So that's one of my fails. That's not what this is about, but I just thought I would go through. But that wasn't your fail. Just yeah, wasn't, right. I was like, I was too quick to say yes. I was like, oh, that seems like a good remedy because I usually remedy. just get it right that here. So and then you they go, put or, I know, who cares? Or, It'll go away. Well, I remember she told me once, and I have like one of like probably my inherited one of my best features is my cheekbones. And she Georgia. was like, why don't we put some filler in your cheekbone? And this was a, like a long time ago. I said, yes. I'm like, why would I say yes? That's just ridiculous. Now I'm going to be like, you have fake cheekbones. When I had them before, I mean, it's worn off now, but like, I was like, why did I say yes? So that was, I, that goes against, it goes against really what I believe. I have, anything else anywhere, but not my cheekbones. Yeah. You I, don't want to do the good thing. You just want to, you know. Here's a yeah. dumb one that I did because this woman convinced me that my chin right here had oh, like yeah, dimpling yeah. in it and yeah. that I should get, and I'm more pissed. It does nothing. It does nothing right. to your chin. You know chin, what it, it does like- do? It it calms down breakouts if you get breakouts in your chin. Just so you know. I do it. I do it too because it calms down. It really does calm really? down. Right you don't want it to look like a raisin. Yeah. I do it too. Because it, it continue to do it. It's good. Okay. Now yeah, well, it made Jen go. Oh, then, then she did it bad. She did it bad. Oh, that's bad. Bad. I yeah. also had yeah. Botox one time and she just did a bad job because I, I get vagina head. I get like the 11s. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. so she put it in and it looked like I was wearing a monocle. Like my oh, eyebrow Katrina. was yeah, like. Yeah, that happened to me too. <laughs> that happened to me too. Yep. You yeah. really got to be careful when you put she, your face. She looked a little bit like mad. You know, like yeah. this part was down, this part was up. And it was just like constantly Only like Only on that. one side. Yeah. I haven't was- done a lot other than. I got my boobs done. Best thing I've ever done. Uh, that was a long time ago. Boobs done like in like implants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, but when I was 30, before kids, and then I had kids, and I don't want to brag, my left one should be in it's a great. pamphlet. It's yeah. a perfect boob. Are they both still good? Awesome. Best thing I ever did for myself. Because I was, when I say that I got um, boobs, like anybody that knew me pre-surgery they were like yeah that's it was a good thing for you because I'm I'm athletically built and I just had to I I was I was staying super thin to sort of make sense of my body and then I was like I can't I'm I can't stay this thin like this is not I could so I just pulled the trigger and when I was bigger than now I think I'm a 34c wow very redone um they I'm sure somebody in the plastics world is saying yes, but I'm saying not until something's growing out of them because yeah. I'm if they yeah, I'm not gonna mess with it because it's like the one good thing that I did. I'm telling you, it's like I I uh I'm so happy I did that. And then after I had kids, they got heavy because I, you know, I nursed, I had all the it was a very good experience for me. And so then they now they fell. Now they look a little too real, which <laughs> Was not what I did. I looked up a boob lift this morning. Oh, Literally, the recovery. They're actually they're a little they're a little painful from what I hear. The, the okay, so that's what I looked at recovery. 
I was like, but, yeah. just, you know, listen, I, I, I feel like whatever you're into do, if it makes yeah. you feel good that at, at 30 years old, I was like, why didn't I do this earlier? I was, I just felt like I wore a booby shirt one time. And then the next time, day I was wearing t-shirts and jeans. And I was like, oh, this is just me. This just feels like me. And no Aww. one ever comes up and is like, I can tell you have fake boobs. I think it's because my roles underneath support. She that always I wears a turtleneck. <laughs> so there's no seeing those guys. My husband's like, for somebody that has fake boobs, you literally like for me, like a, like, look at my turtleneck right now. Like me wearing this is like very scandalous. Yeah, cow on that. It's I'm for like, yourself. Oh. Your boobs are really for, for you. They're for yeah. me. And um, I'm glad I did it, but I have not had a great experience with anything else I've done, which has been like, you know, I got the monocle eyeball. I got the weird lip with Botox. So I'm like mm-hmm. real careful. I just don't do a lot of that because I, I get freaked out. I want, I think I would do it all, but I don't want to, cause I, it scares me. I Scary. would do anything. You would, yeah, Jen, Jen would literally do everything. Jen would, if, if Jen could be put in some sort of capsule and then just all of it whipped together yeah. at one yes. go. I'm going to be like cryogenically frozen and oh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I'd do anything. I do absolutely anything. Um, another question that I have for you. So you ladies launched this amazing website called thecommonparent.com, mm-hmm. which we're going to need to uh, subscribe to, by the way, because it's all about teens and tweens, right? I think you're saying mm-hmm. I yeah. need to subscribe to it, but I like that you said you the do. we. Yeah. You will look at your son, like you will, you will understand him better. You'll like know how, you'll have like tools in your toolbox of how to actually like communicate with him and like like it, it, the common parent, it, we have these experts and they, it's like the Coles notes for parent co- mm, cliff notes, notes. Yeah. for parenting. And they're tiny little bite-sized things that I swear, like now when my daughter's acting like such an idiot, I can think in my head what the experts say is actually yeah, happening. That would be helpful. To a girl at the age of 14 going through this. And I'm like, it's I like, don't actually hate you. We did it based on like the over, just kind of like the internet's overwhelming. And there's so mm-hmm. many theories and so many books. And, you know, you just don't have time to do it. And you just want the answer now. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to go read for three weeks on a book. And it just, to find out that's not the book with the answer. Yeah, yeah. And really it's about, God, it's so basic, but it's like communicating skills, which are never taught. And it's how to parent because you go from taking care of a kid to having to parent a kid, which is two very different things. Mm-hmm. And you don't want them to to be you want you want them to be them so how do you put boundaries in with allowing them to be themselves without mm-hmm. like crushing them and then making them feel bad about themselves and shame because so much of parenting is like why are you doing that like that's so like that we judge them mm-hmm. via parenting so really it's just about trying to let them grow but also become independent so they're not in your basement when they're 23 or 25 or 35 and you didn't do your job because you were you were too like you mm-hmm. know whatever it is so really oh my god it, it blows my mind all the time and you know we also have a like a free newsletter for like the parenting it's called the cat oh you gotta scratch that it's free it's so good we just did a roundup of like how the cdc just came out with that massive report of girls being like teen girls being in such a bad place like in yeah. such a bad place and they still don't know why like they haven't correlated why and they also haven't correlated like what we can do yet about it because it's just so new still but um, it, it, we we give like tips in there based on other research, but we just kind of try to sum up all of the topics in a really short form mm-hmm. because a lot of things overlayer. Like you know, it's a lot the same um, of like how to connect with your child. And I think the biggest thing we did, and we learned after like three after three years of the Common Parent, we launched a journal, mm-hmm. which is like 
between you and your your child where what we've learned is it's not so much about talking at them. It's just showing up for them. And when your teenager doesn't want you because everything's a negative interaction, when you show up and we we like send email, you get an email from the team about what to write in the journal, just being like, hey, I was driving today and I thought about that time you helped me. I'm, I'm just so thankful for you. Validating them in a way that isn't like... Um, we're so just like, I love you. Have a great day. night. It's just showing up in a way that they can actually ingest because like so often they just say hi and you want to rip their heads off and mm-hmm. they want to rip your heads off. Like even just yeah. the way you look like, Ugh. so, but they need you more than ever, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. So it's really cool. It's a really, it's been a really, um, and some people write in the journal, like the parents are just always like, you know, writing and processing for the child. And then We've had um, stories of um, kids coming out in the journal, kids um, letting their parents know they've been cutting, kids letting their, you know, really serious topics yeah. they've, they've shared in a journal. It's so easy for them to write it down and not as easy to look you in the eyes and talk about big, their big their big feelings yeah. or things that are going on with them. But they can write it in the journal and know that you're going to read it and just, you know, deal with can it. I, it also gives- can I put a journal entry into my son's journal? Yeah. Just a few... Uh, quick pages seven or eight of just explaining to him why he's lucky to have me I just feel like if he no if I give it to him on written page and I'm like these are why I'm awesome is that a step in the right direction by the way he does know you're awesome I you can I bring it down I'm that is what I'm known for so our neighbor (laughs) our neighbor passed away oh my god no but I this is like one of those things where I'm like, do I post about this or is this too sad to post about? But like, they old? she was, she had kids late. And so she was late sixties, but her son's only 24. So she was like, didn't meet a guy gonna, ha- yeah, yeah. Gonna have a baby. And so it was just she and her son that lived next door to us. And so we were so worried about him. Cause that still feels like a baby to like be parentless. Yeah at yes. like 24. Yeah. And so he's really sweet. And so we went to the the funeral and when he spoke, the things that he talked about were how much she drove him places. Mm-hmm. Like okay. he went on and he calculated, did like Google maps to see how, cause he went to um, your son's school. Uh-huh. So she drove him like 40 minutes to school in the morning and then an hour and a half to her job. And then would go pick him up at the end of the day. He was like, Thank you for making me do music lessons that I never wanted to do. And he said, thank you for making a green bean casserole. And I didn't, nobody likes to go to a funeral, but I was like, I needed to hear that all this stuff that Mm -hmm. feels useless and means nothing is Mm -hmm. what they will talk about at your funeral. Yes. Yeah. I would just like him to talk about it before I'm dead. He won't. He won't. I feel that. Maybe your 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah, and then I'll then he'll send me like a very sincere. He'll ain't that the truth? That's another <laughs> podcast. Right? That's another podcast. Yeah, that's another pod. That's so long. Fifty years. Mm. Oh my god, fifty years. I told my I told my kids recently. I'm like, just so you know, wait a long time because we're living a lot longer. So like, don't think in your twenties that you should be hooking up with someone because you don't no. want to make it to your ninetieth wedding anniversary. Oh, like I'd rather. Oh, so boring. I do. My husband and I got married older and he's eight years older than me. And I threaten him every day. I'm like, put that fucking sandwich down. You better live a long, long time. Cause I'm not done. With you. <laughs> I'm well, like, you want to make oh it to your God, 90th so wedding nice anniversary. I do. She's really nice about him. I, Meanwhile, I'm like, I with my like husband, him. I'm like today, 
I like maybe him. maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe we just uh, high five and bounce. I don't know. <laughs> but high I'm stuck with him. Yeah. I'm I'm stuck with him, and I've gamed it out. I'm like, like I never think about like I never think about divorce in terms of what what divorce actually is, and I think that's a good sign because like if you are someone who has found yourself in a marriage that just is completely depleted and you, you are going to divorce. That is so it's a big deal. It's a sad thing. It's like a traumatic thing. But in my head, I never think about divorce. I just think about him going somewhere else. Like, yeah, I just think like, like I, I've been watching the show Shrinking. It's brand new. It's great. It's, it's, it's great. Have you been it's watching? great. It's, of I was dying last night when the neighbor is like freaking out because her husband's retiring. Yeah. And she's like, I like him for an hour and 45 minutes a day and that's it. And now yes. he's going to be home all day and I'm going to die. Like, you know, it was so relatable because she's like, yes. she's, like COVID. she's like, he has an expiry and I can't, I'm about to lose my mind because I've lost everything else. And now he's here. I was laughing. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's so true. And my husband is like around a lot right now. And like, we're, but we're so similar that like he would have exactly the same things to say if he were sitting okay. here. It's just, you know what? He can go get his podcast and then have at it. But exactly. like, exactly. It, it, does feel like like marriage is tough in that world where we are together so much that w- if we are not together so much when we are together it's really fun but if we're together for a long time then we're just irritated with each other and then it's not fun so the idea of 50 years makes me sigh heavily because yeah. i've been around him so much lately i, I should uh. say too he's my second husband so yeah. it's not all like uh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's different. That. Yeah, is it his that. second marriage too? No, Mm-mm. no. Oh, see, they kind of have to have a coming to Jesus moment, and then they're different people. Oh, but they don't I, usually do that until something happens in their life. I believe that the come to Jesus was when, well, Jen and I met and became instant fast friends, and she had just like days after we met met her now husband. She, she met my husband like I a did. day before I met him. Yes. The universe. It's and crazy. You, and then I was at the dog park and she had described him. And I was like, I think that guy that you were talking about is here right now. And I, cause I knew him from the day before. And I was like, hundred percent here. He's not flirting with anybody. That's good. <laughs> like I've got eyes on him. I'm behind a tree. I'm like, his dog seems nice. This is good. And then, um, and then they date, like, I always say like I was their third cause they dated for like ever. And I was very single. And like, I would just, I would, they would have date night and I'd be like, I'm going to come with you guys. And then I would leave and then she'd have to put out. It was great. But then I met my (laughs) husband. I think she wanted to. wanted to. I did. For five years or four years or whatever. And then I met my husband. I met my husband and I think she always makes the joke. I was, I met him on a Thursday and I was pregnant on a Tuesday. And then we, we met, got married, got pregnant so fast, like all within like less than a Five year, months. like eight that months. Fast. And uh yeah, so it you all happened. Be, you busy beavers over there. I was I a, my beaver was busy. Very busy. Yeah. Very bit. Bu- you know, it's like it's like the national animal in Canada. So if I didn't say beaver once, it would have been a problem. Yeah, you guys, you have to bring up hockey. You had to bring up beaver. the beaver, and you should yeah. at some point say ter- you should correct how we we should not say Toronto. No, it's I say Toronto. Toronto. I say Toronto. Like I say Toronto. Toronto. We we had Toronto. an assistant that was Canadian, and she, she would really, get mad at us. Yeah, she was from Toronto. And she's from Toronto. But I remember hearing it. My father-in-law would always call it Toronto, and I was like, "Why is he named it like?" Yeah, I don't mind when you say it like that. I just don't really like it when he says it. We 
are so grateful that you yes, came on thank our you podcast. Guys. This I can't really tell you cool. enough. It was so fun to meet you. And last time we talked, but you to were you, on ours. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, yes. Okay, like when we met you, you were on ours. Okay. I, was like, I, sure. I answered one of your the questions there, and I pranked Kat, and you didn't bring it up. I wrote the answer. Who's your celebrity crush? Kat's not really into celebs because she's so desperately, madly in love with her husband. I thought That's that so was funny, genuine. but it's not so funny when you're <laughs> like that. I try to find one. I really try. I, I, you know, celebrities don't do it for me, unfortunately. Like they just don't do it for me. I need. I, I have so many. Let me be honest. I do have a hockey player thing because uh, mm-hmm. we grew up in the Midwest, and I dated mm-hmm. several hockey players, rugby mm-hmm. players. Dated. I like a date. Yeah, dated. French kissed. Wait, did I ever tell you guys that story when we were in your hometown and people thought we were you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then and we're like, no, 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 we're not them. We're, it's the wrong, we're back to see you. It's we're the like, wrong show. It's the wrong show. And it was, I'm not going to be happy. It was the like, best it. shit in the world. I'll never forget it. It never, That's ever. It was, it was so good. It was so good. God, you can like, just tell me one of your celebrity crushes just so I can imagine. Well, like no. so many. I mean, give me one. Do you want me to go? Like, our big, Fine. our big Jason one. Lula, Sam yeah. Hugan, we, um, Sam Hugan, uh, yeah. Ralph Macchio from Karate. That Kid. guy that dances. <laughs> oh uh, my! William God. Zabka from Karate Kid. Johnny from Karate Kid. Then and now. Oh, um, the guy I that just dances. Needed one. you. Yeah, thank you. Karate she can wow. keep going. TikTok. But this here's another quick question before we're done. Is what podcast do you like to listen to? Do you have time even to listen to other podcasts? Uh, you know who I actually listen to? Um, I try to do audio on the plane. You know, we're on the yeah. plane a lot. Like, yeah. I, I find it a good place, but I've been getting into movies recently. I do like Gary V because it's so quick and short. I know yeah. it's so quick. He's all right. I don't know. Sometimes he has like, he's just quick into the, I like the 20 minute podcast. You know when I can learn something in 20 minutes? Gary V like, is very fast. Yes. He talks fast. Yes. He's got a lot to say. I'm like, listen, it's, right. it's really repetitive. A lot of it is really repetitive, but sometimes, yeah, you know, go, he's go often, to a grudge sale. Go to a grudge sale. Get something. No, no, no. Make, make the money. Make the money. He's bang on on what he's bang on on what's coming up. Like he's very intuitive to yeah. what is like the new, like, you know what I mean? He knows what's, he knows the shit that's happening. I don't listen to his life advice. It's like, Here's what's coming, and he's usually like bang he is on. He's right. He's got his thumb on the pulse of all that. I just get annoyed when he's like, "Why, why do you need to go to college? You don't need to go to college. Just give them, give him money, and let him." Do oh, I don't listen to it. I don't listen to it religiously. It's just that there's something coming out, like GP chat or like you know the chat bots and all that shit. I'm like, that is motivate you. Catfish. Oh, which one? Catfish. Heartless and catfish. Oh, no, like catfish, like show, like you know. Yeah, that guy is so hot. The host, Who's hot? The host yeah. of Catfish. Yeah. He was on Dancing with the Stars. I was like, what? Yeah. And he was. No, he looked really great. good. Yeah. yeah. I also and, will always. Yeah. I also always try to find the podcast where they think they tell them, they tell the story of like what happened to their breakup. You know, when you have like the one story, like it's on the podcast. I like I'll hunt for the the juice of what actually happened, um, but it's not like once like whoever is the hot person of like the moment that's broken up with someone and is talking about it on like like call her daddy. We'll have a guest who's like that did yeah. not happen. I'm like yeah, oh, yep, yeah. Call her daddy's great. I, yeah, she's too fast moving for me. Oh God, you can't listen she's, to Gary V. You'll okay. You do Gary V quickly when you want to learn something about the industry we're living in. Like that's I all agree with you. He's also so a like, motivator. 
I'm not, I'm not there for the motivation, just sort of like, like when, um, when, uh, Bitcoin or like, you know, when all of that was happening, oh, like yeah. that was, inter- yeah. he had a lot of interesting, like he put it like in a very, he puts it in a very basic way. Like, it's like kind of like, you know what I mean? So you can like, got yeah, it. And then you can I see on. what you mean on that. I can agree with that. Yeah. I think I just would, um, I find, uh, that watching thirst traps is a Your more educational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she loves murder. Like she loves murder. Anything murder. murder. I saw the best murder. date line. Yesterday. Oh my God. What I, just, whatever. I think I probably watched it. Which one was it? Did it you was, just um, watch it? a young girl in the small town college. She was the uh, murdered with the, the belt around her neck and then her throat slit with two different knives. And it, everyone looked like a suspect. Her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend's father. Was she left in everyone. the church? Was she left in the church? No, she was just oh, that one. I know that one. You know who You know who it was? Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh, oh, okay. No, 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 no. Oh, God, fine. Well, oh. That was close. It's really good. It was like, because sometimes you're like, I know who it is. Like, and we watch it for two yeah. hours. It's the husband. Always it's always the husband. husband. It's always the husband. Yeah. So unexpected. I was getting okay. my lashes done on my bed, and the girl that did my lashes, she's like, I can't leave. She's like, you have to text me and tell me who, who did it. And I did. She was like, people are fucking crazy. Okay, don't say it, because I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm okay. going to find it, and I'm going to watch it. I'm real... I I literally last night was just like so you know um we're in Canada so it's about we're probably five years behind what you just got so it probably you've watched it like seven years ago I actually googled the murderer and he he, he comes up and so it wasn't that long ago okay so okay I'm gonna go. watch it all right watch it I'll watch it too ladies this has been so fun yeah. thank you for oh my god are us. you guys in L A you're in L A right yeah. yeah okay well we come to L A a lot and we should do um cocktails when we get yeah. there and probably like smoke a joint and then probably do a podcast oh about my it. god I would Absolutely. do that with you yes let's do that please honestly would you do that would you both yeah. do that because that'd be so fun are you coming to Toronto when um, you guys back on tour? We're back on tour at the end of May, or we, we actually do our first like Southern California show um, at a club in April, and then the official show will start end of May, June, July. I, I think we, we do one a, Vancouver. We have one in Vancouver. Yeah, that is from. That's what people always do. They go to Vancouver. I'm well, like, that was our leftover from COVID. We we did Canada. We we are hoping you did Hamilton, to- ladies. You did Hamilton. You did Hamilton. You did not do Toronto. We did Toronto on our first. Uh-huh. You, uh, well, we did Canada twice. Well, what happened was we had. We might have done Hamilton. Yeah, she we, might be right. We did. Yeah, you we were not had, in Toronto. We weren't. Yeah, we, we ate stayed there. there we shopped we there. Did you guys have the maybe your maybe your first one? Yeah, maybe. But we to answer your question, no, not at this point. But we would we would like to add. We just did Canada. Um, we we were in um, Winnipeg, Calgary. Oh. We were supposed to do we were supposed to do Vancouver. We were yeah. supposed to do we've been in Kitchener. We've been in um, good memory. I love that you just remembered Kitchener. <laughs> well, we have a you know little Canadian brag here for you guys. Okay. So from Kitchener is Chris Williams, who is my neighbor, who is the director of the Sea Beast. Trey, which we're is, probably editing all this out. No, absolutely not. It's a brag. It's my Canadian brag. They're like, I'm like basically there. I am obsessed with the, their very, very good friends. And he just directed the Sea Beast, which he is nominated for an Academy Award. And I'm and really he's from Kitchener, Waterloo. He's from Kitchener. And his mom, who's so cool and spicy, was like one of the um artistic directors at the theater that we played at and so that's how this like weird oh, yeah. kid, I, he was like nobody's been to my hometown and I was like 
I have literally two weeks ago and played for a bunch of awesome ladies in Canada. And so there you go. Big props. I, 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 I wish, I wish you told me he was the producer of cocaine grizzly. That, um, do you mean the cocaine bear? Cocaine Are you, do you yes. guys have a different name because it's in Canada? The cocaine, I don't know, but I just, I, it's I, an I elevated a, name. It's what are you an talking about? Oh, a bear gets into cocaine and it's, all, yeah, it's anyway. always on my TV and the bear you think goes I'm not going to that? It's based on a true story. I was just. It about is to based say on that. a true story. Based on a true story. It's insanity. So, are you doing shows in LA, or you? you no, we're just coming to do podcasts, and we have to do a speaking event in Fresno. But we're going to fly to LA and then go. And Let then us know. Please. Actually, fun fact: we're flying in a stripper from Australia to do a show in. <laughs> oh yeah, baby! Oh, because it's that good. It's that. Good. <laughs> we'll just help yeah. you. Whatever you need. It's like, yeah. the, it's the magic mic crew. Oil that that we're doing like a collab with the magic mic crew. Like, mm. so it'll be like a, yeah. Mm. Um, the, I magic wish, men or magic mic? I forget. Magic, magic, magic men. Magic men. But I, I just wish it wasn't in Toronto. I know. So they're all You guys just Toronto. let us know. Listen, here's the thing. There's airplanes and we, we need excuses. We need to excuses to leave. Perhaps there could be. Okay. In May. We'll okay. Catch you the one over there in May. Let us know. Thanks, ladies. Bye, Thanks you guys. so much. It's been so great I'll, to have you. 